It's 7 o'clock on Utah's Morning News. Good morning. I'm Tim Hughes. Amanda Dixon has the morning off. Our top story on the 7 o'clock report. Police say two people are lucky to be alive after their cars slid off the road and went down a steep embankment in Little Cottonwood Canyon last night. KSL News Radio's Adam Small is live with the details. Adam? Tim, this happened just around 5 o'clock yesterday as skiers were making the usual max exodus to end the weekend of skiing heading back into the valley. Police say the car went off the road and slid 100 feet down an embankment, but remarkably both people in that Jeep only ended up with cuts, bumps, and bruises. They were even able to walk away from the crash without going to the hospital. Now, police say one big thing that played in their favor is and the way things turned out the way they did is likely because of all the snow on the ground that probably helped cushion their landing. However, while they are okay, they are, uh, police and other authorities are still working to actually recover their car and get it off of that embankment. Live Adam Small, KSL News Radio. KSL TV spoke to Unified Police Sergeant Ed Tuhill about the Jeep going down that hill. Apparently the car in front of them was going a little slower than they would have liked and using their brakes too much. And they decided to go ahead and pass on a double yellow on an icy road. He says if this crash happened in the summer without all that snow, this could have turned out a lot differently. That wasn't the only dangerous driver moment on Utah's roads this weekend. Another driver who was racing down I-15 crashed and sent an unbuckled four-year-old to the hospital. KSL News Radio's Peter Johnston is live with that story. Peter? Tim, this was a 130-mile-per-hour drag race on I-15 near Provo. The driver of a Subaru WRX, which is a powerful car with a reputation for racing events, lost control about a mile in. Bounced into the uh, right wall a couple of times and then ricocheted over to the left wall. I spoke to Utah Highway Patrol Sergeant Andrew Battlefield this morning, and he says the worst part of this event was that a four-year-old child who was not buckled in sustained severe injuries. The uh, child, from what I understand, is in stable condition and uh, should only be in the hospital for a few more days. Battlefield says they found the driver of the other car, and he claims both drivers will be facing charges. Live, Peter Johnston, KSL News Radio. Also, have some breaking news. Three people were stabbed in the parking lot of a West Valley City bowling alley overnight. City Police Lieutenant Bill Merritt says it happened right before midnight between the suspect and his brother. There was some form of an argument that began inside the Delton bowling lanes. And the brother of the suspect attempted to calm his brother down. And the brother of the suspect in turn stabbed his own brother with a knife. Two people tried to stop the suspect and were also stabbed before police arrived. KSL's top national stories now. Three first responders are dead after saving a family from a gunman in Minneapolis. ABC's Allison Kosick has the details. A community in mourning. Members gathering in front of Burnsville City Hall, south of Minneapolis, to honor two police officers and a firefighter paramedic shot and killed while responding to a domestic incident. We know that our community is broken right now and our hearts are heavy. We need you to pray for them. That's what we need. Minnesota's governor ordering flags to be flown at half-staff Monday. Alison Kosick, ABC News, New York. A hearing in the United Nations top court today challenging Israel's action in Gaza and their control over the land for 57 years. I stand before you as 2.3 million Palestinians in Gaza. Half of them, children, are besieged and bombed, killed and maimed, starved and displaced. The court session expected to last six days. 
Families in Grantsville reacting after the town cemetery was vandalized. KSL-TV's Brianna Chavez has more. Larry Millward is one of several families in disbelief. One of the headstones vandalized at the Grantsville City Cemetery last week is Larry's great-grandfather, Andrew Millward. So I didn't know to what extent, you know, the damage had been done or wherever. A local business that makes headstones and an anonymous donor now offering an $850 reward to find those responsible. Let's check the weather now with Devin Mishuli. We're uh, starting off clear this morning, but a storm moving in. It'll be a mostly sunny and quiet start for your Monday with temperatures in the low to mid-30s. Highs today will remain above average in the low to mid-50s. We'll see increasing clouds as the day goes on, so the overall trend will be mostly cloudy. An isolated shower along the Wasatch Front in the afternoon. Today's high could reach 54. That'll drop to the mid-40s, however, by Wednesday. Alta is the first ski area in the lower 48 states to hit 400 inches of snow for the 2023-24 season. I just noticed they added another 7 inches overnight. The snow total now sits at 407 inches. It's 79% of the resort's 10-year average of 518 inches per season. First look traffic on the 7 o'clock report. Back to Andy Farnsworth. Traffic on I-15 still clear in Salt Lake, Utah counties, Davis County. We uh, don't really see any issues from Ogden to Salt Lake so far. Uh, No new crashes have popped up since they cleared one up we had last hour that was on the 201 freeway. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. KSL Newstime now 705. A Leighton home is a complete loss after a fire ripped through the building. First responders were able to keep it from spreading to other homes. Leighton Fire Department says the cause is still under investigation. And a teenager in Spanish Fork is hoping that his mobile thrift store idea takes off. The idea has taken a few turns since young Spanish Fork entrepreneur Kaysen Stevens bought a school bus with his own money from door-to-door lemonade and caramel apple sales. According to KSL.com, Kaysen wanted the bus as a place where his friends could chill. Briefly flirted with the idea of renting the space Airbnb style, then decided to do what he's always wanted to do, open up a thrift store. Now he had a showroom in the space of the bus. After the standalone was shut down for being too big for the surrounding neighborhood, Kaysen bought another school bus, got it up and running, and now ironically named not a thrift store, Mobile Thrift Store was born, and it may be coming to a neighborhood near you. Mark Jackson, KSL News Radio. The family of Vladimir Putin's opposition leader, Alexei Navalny, says they ha- uh, have been denied access to his body for burial by Russian officials. ABC's M. Wynn reports. Navalny was serving a prison sentence after being charged with extremism. Russian prison officials claim he died from, quote, sudden death syndrome. But an independent Russian newspaper reports a paramedic claims Navalny's body was found with bruises to his head and chest. ABC News has not confirmed that report. Navalny supporters say they fear a cover-up in how Navalny died. Just in time for President's Day, 150 scholars came together to rank the presidents of the U.S. based on their greatness. KSL News Radio's Michael Committee is live with their findings. Michael? Tim, the project was started by two political scientists from the University of Houston and Coastal Carolina University. They based a lot of the greatness on the, on the leaders, who were, leaders who served during times of growth or crises in American history. At any rate, please take their ranking with a shaker's worth of salt. At the top is the rail splitter Abraham Lincoln. FDR came second, with George Washington at third. Teddy Roosevelt and Thomas Jefferson rounded out the top five. Filling out the top ten after them, it's Harry Truman, Obama, Eisenhower, LBJ, and then JFK. 
Reporting live, Michael Kimmitz, KSL News Radio. On this President's Day, former President Jimmy Carter passed the one year mark since he entered hospice care. His longtime sweetheart, Rosalind Carter, died in November, about six months after it was announced she had dementia, with a frail but determined Jimmy Carter attending her funeral. The Hospice Foundation of America says having the former president in the public eye in hospice has shed a new light on end-of-life care. The Carter family issued a statement saying it's pleased that last year's decision to enter hospice care has sparked so many family discussions across the country. I'm Jackie Quinn. A woman in Washington state is recovering after she survived a mountain lion attack over the weekend. She had serious injuries to her face, neck, and jaw. She was out with a group of cyclists when they noticed that they were stalked by the animal. This cyclist says he's paying more attention. Pretty terrifying. I was up here on the trail yesterday, so I didn't see anything out of the ordinary, but um, there is definitely wildlife around these parts, so you always have to be careful and aware. Hikers and cyclists have been warned to be extra cautious.